Hello, my name is Simon Petrikov. I am recording this tape so that people will know my story. Oh no! Turn it off, Pimo! Turn it off! It's podcast time! Group on Grammar Friends will talk about Barry Disneyland. So met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time! Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we're here talking about Adventure Time all the way from Season 1, Episode 1 to the end. Yes, we are. Matthew? Yeah. How are you doing? I am pretty awesome. How are you? Um, I'm pretty good. Yeah. Nice. Guess what? What? Well, I mean, you already know. But like, so we started playing World of Warcraft again. <laughs> okay, that was really like slurry. We started playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was even slurrier the second time. Hey, you know, hey I'm now. the slurry one of this podcast. Slurry. <laughs> oh, boy. We're off to a great start. <laughs> no, I thought it was pretty cool to uh, share with our folks. So I used to be a wow head back in the day. And I stopped playing. And then Matt and I got together. And Matt's doing game design and stuff like that. And so we're like, we should play wow. And we do. And we are. Yeah, it's really cool. Because I, I enjoy video games. But I, I never put too much time into playing them. And, you know. I'm in a major of video game design. So actually getting in there and playing some games, I'm like, I got some good ideas for projects. It's great stuff. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, it's been pretty cool. And I may or may not have stayed up uh, until 2 a.m. playing last night and had to get up early this morning. Playing my old tunes, Alara, who is flipping awesome. Yes, yes, you did. (laughs) (laughs) I may or may not have regretted it almost instantly. (laughs) No, it's fun. I'm really enjoying playing that game with you. I'm a total noob, and she's showing me the ropes. Yeah, the ropes. If, I have to remember them, though, because my brain is a little rusty. I had to, like, Google a bunch of stuff when I was playing my original tune, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's how you do it. Oh, yeah, because it seemed to me like you were playing like a pro. Oh, well, thank you. Hmm. Yeah, no problem. Hmm. Yeah, I can get you to play some Castlevania with me one day. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing, guys? Good? I hope good. Is this like Blue's Clues? Yeah, I'm talking to the audience. I want, I want them to feel included in this conversation. Um, are you going to pull out your special handy-dandy notebook? Oh, I already have. Except it's more like a handy-dandy uh, uh, post-it notepad. There you go. That I never use. <laughs> well, today we are reviewing episodes 19 and 20 of season 3, Holly Jolly Secrets, part 1 and 2. Yeah. What we're going to do ultimately, are are we not? Are, are we still going to review it as two separate episodes or review it as one big episode? No, I don't know. What are we doing, Matt? I think we have notes for them individually, so. Yeah. Yeah, review them as two separate episodes. Okay. Booyah. Oh, wait, were they played as one episode, though? That's what my question is. I don't know. I, I feel like they were when hmm. it was originally aired. Because a lot of the time, Adventure Time would play one new 11-minute episode and then follow it up with a repeat. Mm, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I think it I think it aired as it's two separate episodes, but played right after each other. Okay, cool. So it was basically one long episode. Yeah, on the same day it was played. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, nothing like a Christmas episode in the blistering heat of July. Christmas in July. Christmas in July. Let's do this. Let's do this. Alright. Holly Jolly Secrets Part 1 has an IMDb rating of 8.4. Overall, uh, episode number 71. It was directed by Larry Leachleiter, written and storyboarded by Kat Osborne, Samleve Zyphom, 
Original air date, December 5th, 2011, with 2.51 million U.S. viewers. Wow. I can't believe this is nine years old. Yeah, dude. It's crazy town. It's bonkers. I think, so part one has an 8.4 out of 10. That's interesting. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Well, yeah. I have some thoughts about that. So. You do? Do you want to share them? Yeah, maybe at the end. Okay. So the title card for this one shows Finn and Jake in their treehouse, but it's all like bedazzled out Christmas style. Jake's wearing a scarf. Um, it looks like he's wearing a yarmulke, and the scarf is blue and white, which are traditional Jewish colors. So I'm really curious what that's about. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Bimo is setting up a bear trap. Is he playing with a dreidel? Is he? I'm looking. I'm zooming in to the picture. Uh, he is playing with a dreidel. Oh, wow. Cool. Is that a dreidel? I can't tell. It's too small. <laughs> oh, it's... Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> they got the place all set up in booby traps like they're yeah. Kevin from Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, they do. That is so interesting. It looks like he's playing with a dreidel, guys. I think he might be playing with a dreidel. That's really cool because all the booby traps have like little gifts on them. So like people will like try and take them and then get caught in the booby traps. Yeah. They have cookies instead of. And uh, Finn, it, he has a net, one of those like butterfly catcher nets. Yeah. And he's like bending down and shushing. They're surrounded by Christmas trees. Yeah. Anyway. This doesn't really represent the episode at all. No, but like it's just a lot of stuff going on. I think it's really interesting. It is. You got a lot of story to this one. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Cool image. Yeah. And what I like is that Holly Jelly Secrets Part 2 has a whole different title card. So I'm excited to go over that one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. So let's get on with the synopsis. Synopsis. Finn and Jake are trying to dig up a tra- treasure that Jake found while sifting through garbage at the dump, and he had buried it without opening it. When they finally dig the hole all the way down, it's probably like a 10-foot hole, maybe yeah. 15 feet. It's pretty deep. Um, there's like a skeleton down there with like a golden crown and jewels. <laughs> um, Finn recognizes this treasure, saying that he saw Ice King with it who he saw bury it in a pile of boogers at the dump. So nasty. Yeah. And like Finn was like, um, I'm going to wait. I, I tried to wait for him to go away. He sat there for a long, long time waiting. Yeah. Because Ice King was playing with boogers. Having a field day. With boogers. Yep. It's disgusting. At the dump. <laughs> boing loins. Hit him in the boing loins. The boing lines. <laughs> so they see that inside the suitcase is a bunch of tapes belonging to IK, and they decide to make plans for secret tape watching. Yeah. So Jake puts up flyers to warn people that the tape watch is for Finn, Jake, and Bimo only. But the Ice King, while trying the William Tell trick on Gunter, sees one and goes over to the tree fort. So really quickly, though, I'd like to point out that like Jake puts up flyers like everywhere on every surface yeah he does and and on there he says only for finn jake and bimo but like why would you put up flyers make everybody else jealous i guess so yeah what a jerk (laughs) (laughs) he is kind of a jerk so that reminds me of the movie hot rod where they have this one guy that follows the the stunt crew around Uh and he's like i want to be part of the crew they're like well you can't do anything so then they give him flyers and he just starts throwing them all over the place oh my gosh dancing in people's faces oh my gosh this I is why we can't movie. have nice things. <laughs> it is. I like that movie, too. If you haven't seen Hot Rod, watch it. It's hilarious. We own three copies. <laughs> That's my fault. So at that very location, Finn and Jake start to watch the tapes, and they see that they are video journals, and they get bored pretty quickly. 
and they see Ice King reenacting his love affair for Princess Bubblegum. After some snack making, Finn and Jake think that there might be a secret code hidden in the message. They keep watching because Finn believes that there's an evil secret message hidden therein. He's like insistent that they keep watching these tapes. Yeah. Throughout both episodes. So as we said, Ice King comes to the door despite Jake's flyers being, quote, really specific. Jake, Bemo, and Finn hide to prevent Ice King from realizing that they were home. Suddenly, an alarm goes off on Bemo flashing Finn's bath time. Uh, it sounds like one of those really, really loud car alarms. Mm-hmm. Um, Ice King, who had started walking away from the tree fort, um, hears the alarm and says, that sounds like Bemo. Bemo states, it's time for Finn's bath and tells him to get naked. Finn and Jake figure out how to snooze Bemo. And despite Ice King pounding on the door, they go back to watching the videos. They fast forward Bemo to skip ahead to see what they can find. Jake gets bored and asks Bemo to fast forward even more. Finn continues to insist that there's something important to be found on the tapes and tells Bemo to fast forward even farther, triple speed. And to crack the code, Finn and Jake call up Princess Bubblegum, who is the smartest person that they know. But the line is interrupted by the Ice King who wants to watch the tapes too. So Bemo sees Ice King from a window and warns Finn and Jake, who hang up on the Ice King. Finn, not deterred, says, we have to find these secrets before he can use them against us. So infuriated, Ice King summons up a huge snowdrift, stating, try to watch them with frozen eyeballs. And the episode ends with the camera zooming into the mouth of Jake screaming. So, what are your first thoughts on the first half of this one? This is clearly a first half of an episode. Oh, totally. Yeah, like, this is like story building, and I was like, golly. Sure is a lot of watching them watch videotapes. That's exactly right. And eating Christmas candy and ignoring Ice King. It was very repetitive. It was. It was indeed. And I was like, there's got to be something in this. I hope this whole like episode isn't. Um, I forgot that there was two parts to Holly Jelly Secrets. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what? Why did it end? And I was like, what? Yeah, totally. Like, if I'd seen this as a standalone episode. It, so this reminds me a lot of uh, so the Harry Potter movies. You know, the last one they split into two movies, the Deathly Hollows. Yeah. The first half is like, you know. The nickname is Harry Potter and the Neverending Camping Trip because mm-hmm. it's everything leading up to the exciting stuff in the second half. Yeah. And that's what this episode was. It, like, it was clearly like all the goods are saved for the second half. No, I one. totally agree with that. I totally agree. But there's still some good stuff in here. You know, like, mm-hmm. There's some funny stuff. Mm-hmm. but Jake gets so bored. Mm-hmm. He's like ridiculous how bored he's getting. So it was funny. Um, I do think Ice King is super sad in this. It really highlights how lonely Ice King is. Um, also, what I found interesting is that all of the penguins he referred to as Gunter. Mm-hmm. And um, I wonder if all of the penguins are Gunter. You know, I wonder if in the future, you know, I don't want to give spoilers or anything, but if there's other names for them except for Gunter. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So. Yeah, you're, you make a good point in that, like, this one shows, well, like, all the videos that he made of himself, just how far gone the Ice King really is. Oh, absolutely. So that's a cool aspect of it. I think that this episode does a good job of highlighting, I know I just repeated myself, but, like, highlighting that because I think this right here, like, like Ice King doesn't realize that they're his secret tapes. Mm-hmm. He's just like, oh, secret tapes, I want to watch them, and he tries to participate with them without realizing, like, He's so, it, it really magnifies that. And so I think it's really the second episode of the, this two-part series, it's even more pronounced. Yeah. What we find out later. Yeah. The second episode wouldn't have as much of an impact, really, without this one coming mm-hmm. up before it. 
But yeah. 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 Um, a couple of things that I thought were funny is when um, Ice King is talking to Gunter and it's like, get away from the camera, sweetie. Papa's recording his innermost thoughts. <laughs> um, and uh, so he role plays as PB and Gunter role plays as Ice King and his totes adorbs. Great and sad at the same time. <laughs> I do. Papa's recording his innermost thoughts. That sounds like me talking to our cats before we start recording this show. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> I thought uh, one other thing that I thought was pretty cool about this episode is when the Finn's bath time car alarm sounds. Um, this reminded me of the episode that we saw. That was the um, the one that they nom- like wanted to have nominated for an Oscar. What was it thank you? Yeah. It's this is reminds me. This is the second time that a common sound that we hear in like our regular culture was presented in a really creative way. Yeah, that's right. Because wasn't there a bird that had like an alarm clock? Yeah, sound? the bird had the like that like old brown fashion <laughs> yeah, alarm right. clock, and this one had like the traditional car alarm sound. It was really neat. Yeah, it is interesting that they used that twice in a row. I'd have to say I'd be a little crazy too if I was alone all the time, like Ik was. Uh, you know, I'm taking classes at home right now. I have my days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pacing yes. around the apartment talking to myself. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Matt. Where was the snail? So the snail was on the hill. (laughs) (laughs) I don't recall seeing it. Do you? Um, I don't, but I believe that he was on the hill when Ice King was like coming towards the house or walking away one or the other. Okay. Yeah. On the hill. I could have been more specific writing that one. Yeah, I think you could (laughs) have. Thank you for that. (laughs) Snail, snail, snail. Watch, watch, watch. Snail watch. 2020. All right, Matt, what was your favorite line? My favorite line was, try watching those tapes with frozen eyeballs. Ice King. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, mine was also an Ice King line. It was, you know how Jake is, stretch this, stretch that. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Good line. Do you want to give me an impression of a character? Yeah. Can you guys sit on the floor? I feel so far away from you. That was BMO. That was a good BMO. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you done good. Thank Did you, you practice that beforehand? No. Good job. I just listened with my ears. You're adorable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna butcher Ice King again. All right. Oh, uh, lost my voice. <laughs> oh, diary. Thank you for listening to me. Aw. I'm pretty sure he said it differently than that, but maybe I'll stick with it. That's good. All right. So this uh, there's a whole actual bunch of real cool trivia that I think is neat trivia um if you slow down the first portion of ice king's secret tapes that finn and jake fast forward through you can hear a whole bunch of different stuff so we're gonna share what some of the stuff is that you'll hear first one says diary i've been meaning to tell you something insanely private but dearest i i love to uh, fill my bathtub full of milk and sit in it like i'm a magic angel <laughs> there i said it the white of milk is so dense, and when I poke my little toes out from under the milk, they startle me, and I giggle. Hee-hee. <laughs> I giggle, diary. Hee-hee. <laughs> They're my little toes. Yeah, I giggle. And then I fall asleep, and the milk curdles, and I get all stinky and sticky. Disgusting, dairy. I'm disgusting. I'm disgusting. I'm disgusting. And I smell like curdled milk. Cries. Anyway, back to Turtle Princess. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, the next segment is he's saying, this reminds me of a time that I got stuck in my bathroom. There was this squirrel. Don't ask. Anyway, long story short, imagine me crouched down on the kitchen floor talking. 
I'm talking to the toilet paper. Ha ha ha. I'm like, hey guys, you want to go on an adventure? And the toilet paper's like, what? You're my best friend, diary. Aww. Yeah. All right. I'm a tough man. A tough icy man. A king. A tough icy king, kingy man. <laughs> oh yeah. Look at these guns. Look at these guns. Look at these guns. <sighs> 10, 24, 38, 45. Guns, guns, guns. Here comes the gun show. Pow, 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 pow. Guns, yeah. I could shoot cannonballs with these arms. Shoot them all around the room. Boom. I could level a rich kid's mansion with these puppies. A rich kid's mansion. <laughs> uh, my two beefy weapons. Beef and beefier. Ah, look at those. Pure beef. Maybe I could rob a bank with my glutes. Wouldn't that be a trip? My arms walk into the bank. Give me all your money or I'll squeeze ya. Ugh, because it's a gun show. <laughs> I'll be the money king once I get all the money. Yeah, yeah, money king. The king. Do you hear me? The king. <laughs> <laughs> and satis unsatisfied and, uh, and lonely. I'm so lonely. Okay, let's go. And he counts until 35. Wow. <laughs> Holy cow. <sighs> you got some some sweet gains there, bro. Yeah, bro, bra. <laughs> That's so weird. I feel like they just hit record and let Tom Kenny say whatever he felt like saying. You think so? It seems that way. Like, that's some very specifically scripted dialogue right there yeah. otherwise. So this is the first episode in which it is implied that the Ice King had met Bimo. Huh. Interesting. Hadn't really thought of that before. I never thought that he had met Bimo. Interesting. And that Bimo had... Well, I know Bebo was outside. I don't know. Yeah, have they ever interacted before this? I have no idea. Weird. Yeah, crazy. A skull that resembles the lich is mounted on the wall when Finn, Jake, and Bemo go to look out the window. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Maybe it's kind of like them hinting that the lich is coming back or something. Maybe. Is the lich coming back? I don't know. Uh, maybe. I don't know. So, do you want to hear what your prediction was for this episode based on its title, Holly Jolly Secrets? Yes. All right. In this Christmas-themed episode, the Lich, oh, dressed up as Santa Claus, and instead of presence of joy, he shares presence of fear and death. Finn and Jake partner with others to stop the Lich. Finn gets captured and stuck in a nightmare. Jake retreats and plans to gather others to help him. That's practically this episode. You know what? As far as creativity, A+. Plus. I yes. love that. I, I kind of prefer that to the actual episode. Yeah, I love this. As far as how close it was, mm. I'm giving this a D. Okay. But the, you see the lich in it for a second, sort of. And it's Christmas themed. It's Christmas. C minus. Okay, thank you. I'll take it. C minus. C's get degrees. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> I'm going to know all about that soon. I'm joking. I get A's. Yes, you do. <clears throat> so do you want to predict what the second half of this episode is going to be about? Yeah. Jake returns to save Finn from the lich. Now, I would like to really actually say... I wrote this prediction before I saw the first one, yeah. so like other two-parters, it won't make sense. Oh, no. <laughs> it's all Should good. I come up with a new prediction? No, this is good. Okay. You gotta roll with the punches. Jake returns to save Finn from the Lich. Jake and friends use their teamwork and powers to defeat the, li li the Lich once again. Awesome. Yeah. All right, I guess we'll find out. Any, seconds. any last thoughts on this episode? No, I think I've said my piece. It, it's uh, definitely a build-up to the second half. Yes. Yeah. So I guess as a standalone episode, didn't care for it, but if you look at it as a, like one long episode, I like mm -hmm. it a little more. Yeah. I thought it was good. I, I, I liked it. I think I, I totally agree with you. Uh, standalone, eh. But as a twofer, 
It's really good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm fascinated with Finn's fascination with these diaries and why is he so determined to, or why does he believe so deeply that there's something hidden in these messages? Like, has something in the past given him an indication that this is something to continue to look into? So that I find really interesting. Yeah, Finn seems to get fixated when he sets his mind to something. Yeah, he really does. It's admirable. It's like you. Thank you. I feel like I'm more like Jake as far as attention goes. That's accurate. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's get to season three, episode 20. All right. Holly Jolly Secrets, part two. IMDb rating rating 8.4. Overall episode number 72. Directed by Larry Leachlider. Written and storyboarded by Kit Osborne and Sam LeVay's iPhone. Original air date, December 5th, 2011. 2.51 million u.s viewers awesome yep oh and the title card is a continuation of the first one mm-hmm. where it's you know that same room same setup and everything but finn and jake are unconscious there's penguins all over the place and ice king is in there covered in mouse traps yep and he's got a, a bear a jo- one of those beer jaw things is that what they call them bear trap bear trap on his bum yes he does um and there's some lights that are um plugged into bemo and ik is drawing on finn's head <laughs> yes he is and then gunters are like messing with jake yeah and some of them are eating cookies and drinking milk yeah it's adorable it is adorable i can't even handle it <laughs> So the scene opens up with Jake screaming from the finale of the previous episode, but he was actually seeing Aloette. Jake is wearing a yarmulke and a scarf. Then they decide to watch the Ice King's secret video again, thinking it might show his evil plans. The first video reveals that his life is stagnating, so he weeps, and Bimo discovers a, quote, code in the pattern of his tears. So through a strange random process, the code forms a picture of Gunter. The second video is of him recording the Wildberry Princess while in a cage in his palace. Hmm. Yeah. He's asking Wildberry how she felt about an event, and it turns out the Ice King was talking about why Gunter was standing in the corner. Gunter tried to eat the Ice King socks. I'm not going to lie, but it kind of terrified me, and I thought that he was hiding from the Blair Witch. <laughs> in the Ice King's attempts to stop Finn and Jake from watching his secret tapes, he makes an army of snowmen. The Ice King breaks into the tree fort through the chimney. In the process, his blue robes become covered in soot, so he takes them off and covers himself with Finn and Jake's red tablecloth. Once inside, the Ice King lets the snowman in through the front door. Finn and Jake rush to finish watching the videos to determine the Ice King's evil secrets. I always think it's funny that, you know, he comes up with these snow minions and things like that, and they're always useless. Yes. They always seem like a cool idea, but then they just always fall apart. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the snowmen attack, but of course they're easily defeated because they're made of snow. <laughs> and Bimo begins to play with the final tape. Play the final tape. The f- okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to say that when I saw this, I like gasped, like audibly gasped. <gasps> and I was like, <gasps> and I covered my mouth and I was like, it was just insane. Oh, that's right. This is the first time you've seen. This is the first time I've seen this. Oh. Yeah. So okay. The final tape. Reveals that a long time ago, before the Mushroom War, the Ice King was a human named Simon Petrikov, who had a fiance named Betty. And he was an antiquarian, a person who studies and collects ancient artifacts, and purchased a strange crown from a dock worker in Scandinavia. He took the crown home to show Betty, and when he put the crown on his head for a laugh, he started to see visions and hallucinations, references to his wizard eyes. 
He fought with them, shouted at them, realizing it was the crown sending the visions into his head. He quickly took it off after his realization. He had no recollection of his actions, but what transpired during that time eventually caused Betty to leave him. Simon noted after taking up the crown, she was looking at me with such contempt. Oh, it's making me emotional just thinking about that. I know, right? Oh my God. Like, you know, we've seen like there, we've seen a few sad things happen this season, and uh, this is the first one where you're like, whoa, this this has depth. Yeah, and like now you see that this was Earth. Like mentioning Scandinavia. Like I remember the first time hearing that in this episode, and I was like, oh, yeah, because that was my introduction to wow, this really is our world. So as the video progresses, Simon begins to look more and more like the Ice King as we know him. His skin takes a blue tint, his hair begins turning white, his nose starts to be pointy, and a beard slowly appears on his face. So he's increasingly distraught about the loss of Betty, his, quote, princess, and his actions while under the influence of the crown. In the background of the video, we see an airplane flying over modern buildings, evidence of his life before the Mushroom War. We can also infer that the airplane was in fact a warplane, meaning that it was probably the beginning of the Mushroom War. Simon is aware that he's losing his mind, yet is unable to control it. In the end, he's accepting of his fate and begs for forgiveness for his actions to anyone who might come across his tapes. So when the video ends, it's revealed that the Ice King was not afraid of them finding out that he was once human, rather that he was merely ashamed of once having worn glasses. So, <laughs> classic Ice King. So this shows us that he's completely, he's completely lost and forgotten any trace of his human past self. Also in the episode, I Remember You. Um, yeah, good stuff. Yet his desire to have his beloved Betty back lives on in his obsession with capturing princesses. Uh, all the emotions. Yep. Finn and Jake feel a fleeting moment of empathy for the biggest weirdo in Ooh. And from that time on, they gather together once every year, wear Christmas sweaters and watch videos. Shelby ends by narrating the end of the scene. Beautiful episode. Oh my God. Finn. Oh my God. Yeah. So what are your first thoughts? I'm like looking longingly at Matthew. Like <laughs> this episode, um, if you see my notes, um, it says Simon with like a dozen exclamation points after it, yes. after it with what? Question mark, explanation mark, question mark, explanation over and over. It's like before this point, who would have known that of all characters, the Ice King has like one of the biggest, like, one of the best story arcs of any character in the, in the series. Yeah. It's so incredible. I think, so this this episode, well, first off, let's let's go back. So I thought the Gunter code cracking was, was really ingenious and pretty yeah. funny. Yes. The snow people were really hilarious um, and start to end up attacking Ice King eventually. They um, had a red-nosed leader of the pack of the <laughs> snow people, which is really funny. Yep. Like, there were some really cute things that, that continued on from the last episode. And then as soon as, like, we see that it's, like, Simon and, like, just the... Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also, it makes the first half... It, it puts it more into perspective. Totally. You, you just think, oh, okay, it's Ice King being weird and them trying to figure out what's what he's up to now. And then for them to drop the bomb, like, what plays in that video was like, oh, man. Then you feel really bad for him in that last episode. Yeah, you totally do. Like, it's just, uh, I just, I'm I'm without words. Yeah. Right now. It's, oh, it's so good. I think from coming, like we said in the last episode, like, that buildup really magnifies, like, what the messaging was from this 
episode and like this um, bombshell, right, of mm-hmm. a storyline, a plot line that just is so mind blowing. And then the fact that every year they gather together and they show like at the end everybody wearing their Christmas sweaters and like the friends, PB and everyone, and they're all gathered sipping on cocoa, watching a show together with Ice King. And yeah, I don't know, like it's very heartwarming. I think it's cool because like it, this just speaks to like. Yes, um, Ice King started out as, like, this evil guy, this bad guy. And he he's crazy. Like, he's he's lost his mind, literally. And so he is a bad guy at times. Yeah. He does make bad choices. He does create situations that are unsafe and not okay. And what I think is so amazing about the end of this episode is that, and yet they still want to have him as part of their life. Yeah. They show him kindness and, like, brotherhood. Yeah. It's kind of like this is where they realized that um, Ice King doesn't know that he's the villain of their story, basically. Like, his his brain is so scrambled that he just thinks he's doing what he's supposed to be doing all the time. Yeah. But he's, re- he's behaving the way that it's normal to behave in his mind. Yeah. For the snail, um, the snail prominently appears as a non-cameo minor character. He's shown when Shelby says his name and it continues to appear at the end during shots of the gang. Yeah, right out there in plain sight. Yeah. And guess what? What? There's a fill the face, fill the face, another fill the face. Smile. Yes. He joins the group each year for the movies. Yep. And they specifically, like, Shelby specifically calls this out. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really cool. Nobody's hiding in this episode. No, nobody is hiding in this episode. Ah, oh, that's so beautiful. It's so good. I love it. I love it so oh. much. Do you not have a favorite line? I don't have a favorite line or an impression. What? Honey. <laughs> How did this happen? It's called shock. That's true. I. You can't hold this against me. One, it's the first time I saw this. And two, it was so incredibly impactful in my little brain. And my little Adventure Time brain that I didn't select a anything. I accept that. You were, you were so invested in the episode that you forgot to write this part down. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, I do have a favorite line. Well, now I'm cleaner, but I'm also nakeder, Ice King. <laughs> Is this when he loses his, um, his blue schmock yes. and pulls the tablecloth and wears that? Yep. I like it. <laughs> and my impression is also Ice King. Snowman, attack! I don't know what that was. You're good at his voice. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. I try. Mm. 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 (laughs) All right. There's a bunch of trivia. Uh, So even though the title card depicts penguins in the house, actually only the snowmen are inside in the episode. Yep. The title card always lies. (laughs) Despite having ice powers and being able to form ice slash snow creatures from purely his magic, Ice King chose not to use it and instead bring them to life using magic after he had built them one by one. That's right. I remember yeah. now. He just wanted a little workout. Maybe. <laughs> Building For his gun fun. show. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> In the scene where Bimo tries to break the code, there's a pop-up card indicating what viewers are currently watching. It's not from Cartoon Network's control room, but as part of the episode. This is probably a joke on the fact that during the scene, the Ice King can be heard crying and nothing particularly funny or interesting is happening. A departure to what you'd normally find on Cartoon Network. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Simon says that his body temperature was 30 degrees Celsius, which is also 86 degrees Fahrenheit. This means he was about 7 degrees Celsius or 13 degrees Fahrenheit below normal at the time. Yep. 
So when, yeah, when his his body temperature started lowering due to wearing the crown. Yeah. Yep. The picture of Simon and Betty has a man playing ice hockey in the background. Interesting. I noticed that. That oh, you didn't, so you didn't even have to pick this up from the internet. You just saw that straight up. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Good catch. It was really interesting. So your prediction for this? Yeah. In the second part, Jake returns to save Finn from the lich. <laughs> Jake and friends use their teamwork and powers to defeat the lich once again. Okay, Jake and Finn use their powers to defeat the Ice King to some degree. Mm-hmm, that's accurate. Creativity, because it's a continuation of the first one that I loved. Yeah. A plus again. All right, thank you. And because it's about as far from the actual episode as the last one again, C minus as far as how close it was. <laughs> so pretty um, good. The friends do team up at the end, I just want to say They do that. team up. Yes, so I'll take it. Good job. Okay, thanks. Uh, would you like to predict what our next episode's going to be about based on its title? Yes. Marceline's Closet. All right. So, Marceline, Princess Buttercup, LSP, and Slime Princess get together to clean out Marceline's closet after she gets caught under a huge pile of junk. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. you, know, you look, don't you love how often we do the regular show thing in this? I know. It's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, speaking of other cartoons, so I thought this was kind of cool. We have uh, a couple friends who started a podcast on the show Avatar The Last Air- Airbender. Yeah, I remember uh, Natasha. She was on here when we talked about... Uh, Fiona and Cake. Fiona and Cake, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so her and her uh, significant other started their own podcast for that series, and that's pretty awesome. Yeah, they were just over here last week, had some dinner. It was awesome. Good time. Um, What's it called again? Team Avatar. Team Avatar, that's what I thought. Yeah. And it's on Anchor, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty so sure it's, it's available pretty much anywhere. Yeah, check it out. It's, yeah. uh, it's good. If you like Avatar, you're going to like this. They're really super knowledgeable about it, and they do a pretty good job. Yeah, for sure. Matt, guess what? What? We have some listener feedback, listener feedback. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so our first one is from Delilah. Oops. Delilah P. Hi, Matt Needy. <laughs> Hi, Matt Amy. Greetings from England. I listen to your podcast every night. I love it. It's clear that you, your love for Adventure Time is strong. I have two Adventure Time stuffed animals, and my sister has one. I have Ice King and Lady Rainicorn, and my sister has Jake. My favorite episode you have done so far is The Duke. P.S. I think Matt's English accent was just great. I love your podcast, and I hope you end up doing all 10 seasons from Delilah. Delilah, thank you. Thanks, Delilah. And we certainly are planning on doing all 10 episodes, or seasons, all yes. 10 seasons. Uh, and now I feel so bad about my terrible British accent. You should. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. You're a rock star. So we also got an email from our friend Hunter B. I love this podcast. You guys continue to make an already wonderful topic even more wonderfuler. I have been loving when you guys bring guests on. The fun between the two of you, Matt and Amy, gets amplified when you bring on people you generally care about. So more Mooney and Sarah, please. Yes. Matt, I can't believe you've never seen Holly Jolly Secrets. It's a pretty great Ice King-centric episode. It lays some more background for why Ice King is the way he is. Anyways, love the podcast. And Matt, please say, it hurts my innies just once for me. Oh, you know it. It hurts my innies. (laughs) I haven't gotten to say that in so long now. I've been waiting this whole episode for him to say it because we've been prepping for this, and I'm like, I wonder when he's gonna do it. And then oh. I was like, No, I'll I'll wait until I read the episode or the the thing from Hunter. Thank you for the request, Hunter. And Thanks, also, Hunter. Uh, so I I had seen these episodes before, and it just I guess the title didn't ring a bell for me. It was a Christmas episode. I don't remember that. 
But then upon watching it again, I was like, okay, yeah, I've seen this. It's been a really long time, though. Nice. Yeah. So we also got a couple of uh, five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, which, by the way, if you want to help the show get some exposure, that's the best way to do it. And share it with your friends. Yes, and thank please. you so much for these. We love emails. We love um, the reviews, and we'll definitely read them on the air. So the first one's from Cool Girl with sunglass emoji. And it says, love your podcast. I hope you keep going during coronavirus. And we are. Thank you so much. And the second one is by Unicorn Girl Spit. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so good. It's titled, love it. It's loved it. Also, you spell it coronavirus. Apparently, we misspelled coronavirus somewhere. We or you? It was probably me. <laughs> well, thank you for the correction and thank you for the review. It's much appreciated. I love our listeners so I much. I do, too. They're so You awesome. guys are so great. Oh. Any last thoughts on these episodes? So, I think, again, as a whole, really love it. Love it so much. It's a really moving episode. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that we've gotten to see so much of that this season. We've seen a lot of, like, build up to the show kind of changing directions. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, this is where it tipped. Yeah. Yeah. That makes total sense. It's like, okay, now you see the big picture of the show, like how big this world building can actually get. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And um, this episode, it was powerful. And if you watch it as one like like concurrent episode, it's just super cool, um, really powerful. And I, I absolutely loved it. Um, I would watch this again. I'd watch both episodes together again. Yeah. Easy, hands down. For sure. Man, I'm so sweaty right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding off saying that the whole episode. All right. This well, with room that, is so hot. Okay. Well, with that, uh, thank you for hanging out with us for another Adve- Oh My Glob and Adventure Time podcast. I look like a frog person. You can check us out at ohmyglobpodcast.com. Very moist. We're on anchor.fm where you can leave us a voicemail from the app. I don't feel so good. You can email us at ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com. Please do. And (laughs) don't forget to rate and review us uh, on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, with each disgusting comment I make, we're getting one less star on the next review. (laughs) (laughs) And you can catch us on social media um, at ohmyglobpodcast on Twitter and Facebook. Yes, please. We love hearing from you guys. We do. And with that, I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we'll catch you on the flip. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.